back in commission with the Bullheaded Podcast. I am your host, Sean Tyson, here with Zoo and Feverish. How you guys doing? Doing great, man. Starting my fantasy football research. Got a dynasty league for the first year, first time. Oh, really? Year, so. Dynasty? Yeah, given, given, given the rookie rookie uh, rookie prognosis is a shot, man. Just got to take some chances on the Jamar Chases and, you know, might just pick up Joe Burrow, man, or Justin Fields. Mm. Or Trevor Lawrence, man. For that. Yeah, or Trevor. Yeah, tr- damn near Trevor. We all know who's not going to be making a dynasty team, though. That's Tim Tebow. <laughs> ah! Tebow, Tebow time's over. <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you what, the uh, Tim Tebow experience has been something that I've kind of had a uh, personal vendetta against just based off he's a Florida guy. I'm a Florida State guy. He kicked our ass a lot when we played. And now that uh, Tebow's out of there, maybe he'll just stay on the ESPN networks and do like, <laughs> commentary and then start a family. You know, he's or he'll pretty go good at baseball. That. Yeah. He was pretty he good. Is really good at yeah, really good. And it's really good money. It's good money. He puts money. a positive spin on something that usually doesn't get positive spins in sports media. Let's be honest, man. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the, the start of the preseason has been awesome. I mean, I think we've seen, you know, a lot of the young quarterbacks really kind of show up and show out, man. Trey Lance. I mean, I know he had a little bit of a rough end to that game, his first preseason game, but, uh, Look, man, Justin Fields came out and did his thing. He's slowly inching up to possibly even get in the tap for QB1 in week one. He better, he better start, man. He better start. He has to, man, because if the Bears are going to be too tentative and, you know, just kind of they don't want to step on anyone's toes, I think Dalton would gladly hand the reins over, just kind of mentor him and take his $10 million, man. I mean, why not? That's you the know, greatest it's, job it's, in the world. The greatest job exactly and you know the guys hopefully knock on wood justin Fields stays healthy with how young he is right and uh andy dalton might not have to do anything for the rest of his career so it's gonna be fun to watch but um we're gonna kind of walk through the divisions i think zoo so I- i'm gonna start with my most competitive division in the nfc and we got the nfc west man i think you know because for so long the seahawks were kind of the perennial favorites. I think for a long time, you know, the Rams had their stints here and there. 49ers did as well, making the Super Bowl and getting uh, slightly embarrassed there. Um, but now they have a legitimate QB in San Francisco. Or, you know, so they hope in Trey Lance. And the Seahawks have kind of gone on a down spiral. We saw the end of last year, man. I've never seen worse defensive performances outside of Dallas, Texas, man. I mean, you don't – for going from the Legion of Boom that was one of the most feared to just giving up touchdowns. I mean, that that playoff game against the Rams was embarrassing. I mean, it was embarrassing uh-huh. last year. So they're kind of on the, on the downward spiral. But I actually have the other three teams making the playoffs this year. I think the Rams are going to win the division. Three. I think the Rams are going to win. You got to remember, there's three wild cards now. Yeah. So I got the Rams winning the division. I think they made the best move um, outside of Bears trading up for Justin Fields. I thought that was the best draft move. But making that Stafford trade and getting Goff. They got a clear up. Yeah, they got a clear upgrade. They have a a clear shot at that division, let alone even making, you know, AFC or NFC championship game. So, you know, Kim Stafford going in there, man, they're not just going to be running slant patterns all day now with Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. They're going to be able to throw it down the field. Um, I think that it'll open up McVay's offense a lot more. And they have one of the best defenses, if not the best in the league. So they're starting. What about what about Cam Akers injury? That 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 that's that's big. I understand that. But I think that 
with their defense, they're going to be in every single game, and Stafford gives them a one-up than they already had at the offensive level, especially to beat, you know, the Niners have a good defense, but the Seahawks and Cardinals, I mean, Cardinals have a decent defense, but they're not that special, and the Seahawks are far from it. So when it comes to their divisional matchups, I think the Rams are going to take that. I think it's going to come down to them and the 49ers, though, if Trey Lance and their quarterback play is solid because I think those are the top two teams with the Cardinals kind of creeping a little bit because they were right there for the wild card and the Bears knocked them out somehow last year. So with Kyler Murray coming in, they got D-Hop. Uh, I mean, their their defense is good. They're, they have the most momentum, I think, of that division of anybody. They have a lot of young players. The Niners are kind of been stagnant, and they're yeah, waiting they're for their quarterback. They're in a transition phase right now. Like, yeah, they've been taking yeah. a look at it. They don't believe in Jimmy G. That's how they got no. Trey Lance. So, right. if you don't believe in your quarterback, like, man, like, if you don't got exactly. no fifth year QB, you're not going to, you're not, you don't believe that you can win a Super Bowl with him. Right. That's pretty much what you're saying. And they didn't. So, yeah. yeah. And they did. They lost the Super Bowl with him, right? I mean, you could argue that he was the reason for that partially. Yeah. Right? If I he mean, made the Chiefs one, had a bad game. He made one good throw. Yeah, he did. Champions. If he made but that man, one they, throw. But they have a hell of some offensive weapons, man. You know, in the backfield, they got Debo Samuel out out wide. I mean, they could be really damn good. It really just comes down to if Trey Lance can actually play efficiently. And they took a chance on picking him, man. I mean, Fields fell to 11, and they could have had him, right? Maybe they didn't think it was a good fit. I personally think he would have nearly fit in anywhere outside of New England, maybe. And... You know, but I, I, I'm not complaining as a Bears fan, but this division's going to, this NFC West, man, is going to be a hell of a fun time to watch. And it has been for a couple of years now. So, yeah, I got the Rams, then the Niners, and then the Rams all within one game of each other. But they're, uh, Rams taking the cake, and then Niners, Cardinals taking a wild, one, two of the three wild card spots. Two of the three wild card spots. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Not going to lie, man. I, yeah, I am very bearish on the Seattle, Seattle Seahawks, man. I, I agree with you. Just like, the whole the whole relationship and all all the relationship talk between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson and the detention between them, all these rumors and all this stuff, the back and forth between they don't got a good relationship. Man, like that's not good. So that QB, oh that OG QB to coach combination is not there. And like you, man, I am bullish on the Rams. Yeah. Like Sean McVay is an elite head coach, and he actually got an elite quarterback for once. Like Jared Goff was never elite. He got paid elite money because he made it to the Super Bowl. But they made it in spite of Jared Goff. In yep. spite of Jared Goff, they had Todd Gurley, a great defense, like great weapons. So now they got a legit QB and Matthew Stafford. That trade was a beautiful trade. So I got the Rams winning the division. Okay. I got the winning the division, and I got the Cardinals also making it in. Wow! Yeah, Smart. yeah, and yeah. The Niners. Oh, yeah, cool. I got the Niners out, man. I don't believe in them. I, I, I feel like the stress. Of having a backup QB breathing down Jimmy G's neck is going to affect him. I truly do. Because when you draft a guy that you traded up for, you traded up for. True. Yeah. So, like, you, they, they, they have yeah, they, they not, they, They're like, we looked at the QB position. We're lacking there. And we're going to trade up lots of assets for this guy. And it's not it's not trading up for, like, a Trevor Lawrence no-brainer. This is, <laughs> this is Trey Lance from a small school. And they believe yep. that this guy – has the opportunity to be better than Jimmy G. Jimmy G, I feel like he's a little disrespectful. This guy made it to the Super Bowl with them. So I feel like Jimmy G is going to have an, have, a, have an awful year. And there might be a QB change in the middle of the year. And wow. that's not good for chemistry. So yeah, get salvages. 
Yeah, so I, that's why I, I don't got the 49ers or the Seahawks making it, man. Like, I don't like wow. drama on football teams, man. Like, Kyler Murray and his head coach, they love each other. They, they're in yeah. perfect cohesion. No drama there. So I yep. feel like the thing with the most continuity, I'm going with those teams and making the playoffs. That's a good point. I mean, yeah, I, I think that I think my putting the Niners in is partially because, you know, they do have a solid defense. Their running game is unbelievable. They have a great offensive line. They're getting a fully healthy George Kittle. We saw what he was doing when he just came back. That dude always games. injured, though. He is always injured, but look, man, he's resilient as hell, and we've seen that uh, when they were making their push to the Super Bowl two years ago, man. That was unbelievable. Um, you know, I mean, I think that they're the most on the cusp team, but I still like them overall better than the Seahawks. I think that that you know, I think the Cardinals have the most upswing, and the Niners have the most uncertainty, which is why I think you both have the the Rams as a lock for the division winner there. But beyond that, I think it's a toss up. But I think it's still the strongest division in the NFC. So, you know, the the, the other ones that perennially have been strong were like the NFC South, right? You know, I mean, the the Saints were always pretty good. The Falcons had a couple good years there. Um, you know, Panthers always make things interesting just having McCaffrey on the field. And now they have a, now they have Sam Darnold there. But I don't know, Zoo, what, what do you think about that one? I think we both know the favorite out of it. No, I'm, saying, I'm Bucks, thinking Tom Brady until yeah. the man retires. Man, I don't bet against Tom Brady anymore, man. This dude, his leadership, his intangibles, man. And when he Man, even off the court, right? I'm a fan of him off the field, man. Him talking trash to people about being old and stuff and still winning it all. Like, yeah, I just don't bet against Tom Brady. So I got them easily winning the division. Mm. And if I look at the rest of the teams, the New Orleans Saints without Drew Brees, that's going to be a weird team. I don't think – it's not the New Orleans Saints anymore. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Thomas, like, that dude got issues now with everything. Like, this guy got paid 100 mil. And that money got to his head, and I don't know what's going on. All I hear is him getting the fights, him not wanting to play. Like, he's always injured, too, now. Like, Michael Thomas is an issue. Like, I don't even want him on my fantasy football team. So that's how bad it's gone gone for this dude, the former first-round pick in fantasy football. So I am very, very bearish on the New Orleans Saints. They're not making the playoffs with no more Drew Brees, the guy that's the tone setter of the franchise. And then I look at the Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers also transition face new QB, Sam Darnold. I think he's going to finally be given a great opportunity with a lot, a lot of talent. Robbie Anderson, DJ Morris, he, Christian McCaffrey. He got lots of weapons. And Matt Moore is a, as an offensive uh, head coach. So he's going to be given a chance, but he's still too young. They are missing the playoffs. And Matty Ice, Atlanta Falcons, Matty Ice is so Ooh. average, man. He lost his yeah. favorite weapon in Julio Jones. Calvin Ridley's a stud. They drafted the stud tight end. But, yeah, that defense has been atrocious for the past couple of years. And I, offensively, I don't see them getting better by subtracting Julio Jones. So, they're a yeah. no-go for me either. Yeah, I have no one else coming out of this one besides the uh, the the, buck, the Bucks here. Um, I have them going 13-4. and four. I think they're going to dominate and be up there with the Packers for the 1-2 seed. Um, look, man, they retained pretty much everybody from their Super Bowl team with yeah. so many names on it. I mean, there's, I mean, it literally looked like a fantasy team from like 2015 put together, and somehow, you know, that was the winner, right? I mean, they were just, you know, star studded. Um, I do have them making the Super Bowl again this year. I'll just say that outright. They are my NFC champion for this upcoming year. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I do feel bad for, you know, an Alvin Kamara because, look, man, they had their shot for the past couple of years. They had some damn good talent on that team with Drew Brees running the helm. Um, now he's handing off the reins to Jameis Winston. 
who knows, man? Maybe he could have a good year. I do not or have Taysom. faith in him to do so. Taysom's Taysom also there with one of the one of Dude, the so most good. illusion-ridden contracts I've ever seen in the NFL. Yeah, uh, looks like he's making thirty million a year, yeah. but it's all on the back end, so purely voidable. <laughs> Sorry, Taysom. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I don't like anyone else out of that division. Falcons finally got uh, Dan Quinn out, man. Uh, and funny enough, he's the D coordinator for one of the ones in the league now in the NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> so, man, uh, you know, talk about a team that is not making correct decisions. Uh, the NFC East in, in total is the, the, the division of bad decisions, man. Like, they, they just are. It, it, once again, this is, a, this is like the NFC West. It's a toss-up. But in a poorer way, uh, I don't have the Eagles doing anything. You know, I, I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna touch. The Eagles aren't gonna do anything. It really comes down to the Cowboys, man. Hey, can they actually do something? Can the Cowboys actually do something? And I don't know, Zoo. Do you, do you believe in the Cowboys' offense to fully? I believe in. I believe in the Cowboys' offense, man. I am the biggest Ezekiel Elliott fan in the world. The guys won me multiple fantasy championships. And I feel like this year, coming off of a redemption year after he was been, he was god awful last year. Came in out of shape. He slimmed down this offseason. Ezekiel Elliott, people are starting to doubt him. Like he had four straight consecutive years of like rushing guards going down. So from from a career statistical wise, he's declining. Like obviously as a stud, he had one of the greatest rookie seasons of all time as a running back. But year after year, you see the rushing yards go down and down. So people are starting to doubt him. He's going to come in with the chip, and, and I feel like they're going to feed the ball, and Dak Prescott is back. Hopefully Dak Prescott doesn't get injured again, even though yeah. right now right now there's some weird injury stuff going on in the offseason right now. So I'm in my eyes. Who knows what's going on? Because if Dak Prescott is freaking injured, like they got no shot. They got yeah. no shot. But I'm assuming he's going to stay healthy this year, and that offense is too fun. Like C.D. Lamb, dude's a stud. Dude's so good at football. Like, he's taking over number two. Yeah, yeah, I think he's better than Amari Cooper. I think he's better than Amari Cooper. I think he's the most talented yeah. wide receiver. Yeah, like, like Michael Gallup like, gone. Like, CeeDee Lamb is the stud on that in that offense. And with that offense, like, that, they just got too many weapons. I think the O-line even improved from last year. Last year, they were actually pretty average for one. But I feel like they got him better. So, Dallas Cowboys going to win the NFC lease. And I know you're hating on the Eagles. I, I hate the Eagles, except for my boy Jalen Hurts. Okay. I think I think I think this man got upside, statistical upside. I don't think he's gonna be that good. Okay. But from a fantasy football perspective, oh, right. he will be putting up lots of rushing yards, and they're gonna be down a lot of games, so he'll be chucking the football. So True. lots of passing yards. And he actually is pretty decent of weapons around him. A lot, yeah. He really does have a lot yeah. of weapons, right? Yeah, like, right. like the wide receivers around mm-hmm. him, like they got the, they got the stud rookie Devontae Smith. Like they got some weapons, Miles Sanders, like Jalen Rager. Yeah, Rager. Like, yeah, Rager. They got some weapons around him. Wes so, Watkins. Every time he touches the ball, he scores a touchdown. Another fantasy <laughs> sleeper. I just gave you guys, just gave you guys a late round pick in Quez Watkins. Probably shouldn't have gave that one away. Might have that out. <laughs> and also, and they, still got, they still got Zach Ertz. Dallas got it. Yeah. But I, I think from a fantasy perspective, it's a very interesting roster. But from a real life football perspective, yeah, I don't I don't want no ego shares. So I got <laughs> Dallas Cowboy. I got Dallas Cowboys winning that NFC least. But then the Washington football team. 
Very interesting team. Like with Fitz, Fitzpatrick down there, that guy could be Fitzmagic or Fitztragic. So depending yeah. on what, what day it is of the week, the guy could drop four touchdowns easy or he could throw like three picks and get zero touchdowns. So they have an elite defense. I think they might be the best defense in football. They're top four football. right now. Yeah, I, I think they could be – they have an opportunity to be number one in defense. So if they're number one in defense, that offense has got to be average. Maybe even a little below wow. average. They could probably win this division because the division is just not that good. So yeah. I think they're – they're the biggest competitor to the Cowboys. The Giants, not. I have no belief in the Giants. Like Daniel Jones, I watched enough of him, and he sucks. Saquon Barkley coming off the injury. I'm betting against the Giants. I don't think they're going to get it done this year. So Really? Yeah, yeah. Washington football team might sweep it in, depending on if their offense is actually average. But we'll see on that because Fitzpatrick is very unpredictable. Wow. I, I mean, I knew you were going to go with the Cowboys, and – I think that that's purely because you just have a personal connection to Zeke. Oh, Zeke. Me and Zeke, he, man. Yeah. Since rookie year, man. He's my boy. Yeah. He's my yeah, boy. he's your boy. So I understand that, you know. That's why I have a little uh, premonition. I got the Bears making the wild card seven seed right there. So <laughs> we'll get to the NFC North shortly. But uh, look, man, I, I think that Dallas, it's it's all on their one, their health, and if their defense can just do enough to keep them in every game, right, and not have to score 40 points, right, because we know that they can do that. But if they're being asked to do that every single week, I don't think that they'll be they'll be able to keep up with that, especially for an extra game this season. Um, like you said, Zeke's slightly on the decline statistically, but look as a player, he's still a beast. I mean, he's he's still a number, he's still a top ten back, um, you know, if he's healthy. And I, I do have them pushing my winner, but not close enough. I have Washington football team taking yeah, the crown division in the NFC East this year, man. I mean, look, their defense is, as you said, Zoo, it's, pro- it's top, pretty much top three right now. Um, could easily be in that one or two category by the end of the season. They have unbelievable young weapons, man. They got sc- ter- scary Terry Clorin, man. They got Logan Thomas, a very up-and-coming tight end who had great numbers last year. Uh, and then I like Antonio Gibson, man. He's great out of the backfield, can catch passes. And now they have uh, a slightly more aggressive game manager right in at quarterback because Alex Smith is, is, is too conservative on the field. He doesn't want to make any mistakes, which yeah, I agree, but it was one of the best comebacks of all time. And I'm, they need to rename that damn award after him. Honestly, the NFL should, but you know, I think that, you know, his gameplay has always kind of been the same way. You know, he doesn't want to make mistakes. He wants to just keep his team in the game, get them like 20 points and hope his defense holding the 17. Right. That's kind of how he's always managed, even when he was back on the Chiefs. And now they have a guy who's, you know, getting face masks pulled and chucking 50 yards down the field to to try and tie the game up. You know, I mean, magic, he work he can work magic and he's a great decision maker, but he's still willing to take the risk. I mean, they have serious down the field, down the field threats in that team right now. Uh, I got Washington coming out 10 and seven, man. Got him 10 and seven winning that division because look, man, they're going to beat the Eagles twice. I mean, you know, that that's a given. They'll probably split with Dallas, I think, just because of their defense, man. I think they're going to wreak havoc on them. But it's it's one of those divisions where they're all kind of poor enough that it keeps it interesting to watch. Um, but I like the Gi- the Giants a lot more than you do, Zoom. I'll give them really? a quick shout-out. I, I think with Saquon coming back healthy, 
the addition of Kenny Galladay along with Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard. That's a you know solid one, two, three. Do you know what they're doing? They're giving Daniel Jones no excuses. Exactly. So my point is – And is, I, I just think DJ sucks. Like, I just think he's bad at football. <laughs> he, he ain't fine. Josh Allen. He ain't Josh no. Allen. But like, Daniel you. Jones just looks atrocious. A quarterback a can yeah. take a quarterback can take the step or not take the step, and this is a fresh season, and he's got a legitimate down the field. I can just chuck the ball up, and he'll go up and get a guy in Kenny Galladay. That's what Stafford lived on for years, man. And Daniel Jones is way more mobile, except when he's wide open down the field, then he's tripping over himself. But beyond <laughs> that, man, he's a pretty mobile quarterback. He just needs to up his decision making. They have a great ten defense in the league. They were ninth. The they were ninth. The Giants were ninth last year in defense. So, you know, we'll see, but I don't have them making the division or winning the division. I do not have them making the wild card, but I still think that they could, you know, all those teams could be within, you know, a couple games of each other and pushing towards. They should have traded up and got a quarterback. I would have been way bigger on them. I think if the Giants would have got a quarterback this year, instead of, I guess they got Kandarius Tony in their first round, I would have been high on the Giants because I like Saquon and all this, and like all the receivers they got. But can't have it both ways, I guess. It's kind of all on if Saquon's healthy. Yeah, that's a big that no, Because that's a Zuf, partially, if, if the Giants have no running game, then they know they they have to pass. And if you're passing with Daniel Jones, that already gives you the 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 down, man. I mean, you, so if Saquon's in the game, man, it gives him a way more options to to flourish. Will he take them? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got no faith. You got a lot more faith in the New York. New York Giants, man, but I got zero, man. Hey, I think man, they might, you're there. I, man, I think they might finish last year. They'll be battling with the – yeah, I said it. They might be battling for the Philadelphia for the last seed right there in the NFC least, man. You're battling for that playoff spot last year. Yeah, last year was a weird year, man. Everyone was battling. Even. It was sure. like the worst division, the worst division right. in like NFL history. Like, Especially no the Cowboys, dude. They fucking like – the Cowboys every year, like they have, like you said, with their offense – they're so gifted offensively. Is their defense is just, and it doesn't make sense because now like they don't have guys on that side of the ball. Yeah, they have a lot of like like Demarcus Lawrence. They got Micah Parsons this year. They got um, what's his name Diggs. They got Diggs the corner. Like they got yep. guys on the, on that side of the ball. They just always they just do what chemistry. Cowboys do. They just yeah. do what the Cowboys always do. It's, it's not even really hard to explain the Cowboys. That's just what they do. They go eight and eight. They go seven and eight. Like you don't need years. anymore, man. No more eight yeah. and eight. Yeah, eight, eight, <laughs> nine, eight, nine now. Right. Yeah, eight, nine. Uh-huh. Ugh. Oh. Cowboys are so frustrating because, like, this would probably be the year that they could probably turn the fuck up because Dak coming back, presuming his arm is healthy now, but like, if his arm is healthy, he could probably turn up for five thousand yards. You know, especially with his weapons, like, it could, oh, get, yeah. it could get scary. So it's just all about the defense. I'll be owning a lot of Dallas Cowboys on my fantasy team. That's yeah, all I got. That's fair. Me too. I love the offense. Too football, much. Hey man, if I had if Dak had stayed healthy last year, man, I I would have won. I would have won some of my leagues, man, because he was dropping forty a game yeah. easy. But he's good, man. I mean, but hey, on to the, uh, the finale. <laughs> a good division, man. The division that matters in my eyes. I don't even need to do any research about this division. I know by hand, man. Back of the hand, and we all know who's winning that division. The Green Bay Packers. Yeah. yeah. 
look, look. Okay, you do it again. Okay. They're, look, they're, they're going to win the division. I think with the Rodgers fiasco behind them, I think that they're in the clear for at least another year. For now, it's okay. They have solid weapons. Um, they were able to retain one of their two stud running backs. Um, they're losing Jamal Williams to the sorry, sorry team, unfortunately, up in Detroit. Um, you know, they, but I think if they could have retained both of those guys, that would have been ideal. But, you know, look, man, they're great on offense. They have a mediocre defense. Rodgers is just – he's Rodgers, man. And they're, they're guaranteed at least, at least four wins in the division pretty much every single year both against the Lions and at least splitting between the Vikings and the Bears, at least. Um, and, yeah, and yeah the Lions are going to be horrible. Like, I feel ridiculous. like the Lions – They might be the worst win, team. They, they might win two games this year. I agree. I think – yeah, I think they might win two games because of how bad they are with Jared Goff yeah. leading the team. So, yeah, the Detroit Lions are irrelevant. We can agree on that. Receiver. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. They lost all their off, number one. Like, the only guy they got left is, like, DeAndre Swift. That's going to be their entire offense this coming up here. Uh, hey, he can be a lot of up, too. TJ Hawkins. TJ Hawkins. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, a, yeah, he's actually, okay last year. He, he might actually get a decent workload this year because Goff loves his tight ends, man. Yeah. That is true. That he does. is true. I mean, he loves throwing the ball. But, yeah. man, but, oh, man. What do you have to say about him, Zoo? I'll let you go first. Obviously, I'm picking the Packers to win division because if, if Aaron Rodgers okay. is alive, he's going to win the division. That's easy because they're bringing back every, like Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams. The offense is going to be elite. They're gonna, they still have the same head coach, so good continuity. Last year, they just dropped egg against a better team in the Buccaneers, who was the more balanced team, and Rodgers just choked in the fourth quarter. So, like, I don't know what I got to say about that, but as a Packers fan, Rodgers was atrocious last year in the fourth quarter, even though he was MVP caliber. And won the MVP last year, but I, this this year might be the first year. I'm a little scared of the Bears a little more now. I'm a little more scared of the Bears because for right. once in my lifetime, they have a quarterback that it's not average anymore. Like this guy's got potential upside, man. That's something I've never said in my entire life. From the Rex Grossmans to the Jake Cutlers of mediocrity. Like, this this Chicago Bears has been allergic to elite quarterbacks, man. They have never had an elite quarterback. Even even back in the days when the 85 Bears, all defense, all Walter Payne. Like, like, nah, they never had an elite quarterback in their entire lifetime as a franchise. But now Justin Fields might break the curse. And if he does, and, and I don't know, like right now NFL QBs, in the past couple of years, they're starting like fast. Like, there's yeah. a lot of guys that are like yep. just Herbert out of nowhere. Like, these quarterbacks come in as rookies and somehow they're dominating because that is more pass friendly to QBs or something. The rule changes, but yeah. it's been QBs that are coming in have been immediate impact type dudes. So, if Justin feels immediate impact, like, bye bye, Andy Dalton, you can take your take a seat on the bench, have, have a sip of tea with the coach. And let Justin Fields take over as QB1 because that will be finally the first time I am excited to watch the Chicago Bears because they actually have an wow. opportunity. They have an opportunity beautiful. to make the That's playoffs beautiful. and make some noise. Because in the past couple yeah. years now, they're, they're going to they're gonna go 8-8 eight and eight, and they might make it in and they get destroyed by the Saints because their quarterback's mediocre. But if Justin Fields that dude and he looks like that dude, you can just tell by some dude. This guy's one and two with Trevor Lawrence's entire career. Like I am bullish on the Bears. 
and I got them making it as a wild card. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I mean, I, I hold the same thing. I think they're um, they're going to get second. I do think, you know, first to touch on the Vikings real quick because, once again, man, they're kind of like, I don't want to say they are as good as the Cowboys, but if you're looking at, like, pure weaponry, they have Dan Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. I mean, look, man, the only thing, once again, is it comes down to, you know, their defense has kind of slipped in the past couple years. Um, and they just bought into Kirk Cousins, right? And it's you never really know with this team. Um, they could pop off one week, have an unbelievable game. Kirk Cousins could throw for four touchdowns and 400 yards. And then the next game he'll throw like three picks and 200, you know, for, for two games in a row. So this team's really hard for me to predict. I always end up putting them right around 500. Um, obviously, they can't get 500 anymore. So I have them at, at nine and eight this year. Um, but... On to my Bears, man. Look at man, this team. This team, you know, I, I'm hopeful every single year, man. I think watching Fields play, um, I know his his touchdown was wide open. I think they were he was 30 yards <laughs> open, damn near, um, and everybody was hyping him up and all that. And I don't want to jump on the bandwagon too early. That's bit me multiple times, as you can attest. Um, but look, man, they have so much talent on the defensive side. They actually have weapons now. Um, I'd say that they have a solid number two guy at wide receiver now in Darnell Mooney. I'm really high on him this year if you're looking for a sleeper. Young, sleeping guy who can get down the field with a guy who can throw down the field because he torched Jalen Ramsey last year multiple times. Again. He, beat. He, beat, he had beat the entire time. He had, he had Ramsey beat. And I was like, well, and then Trubisky overthrows him by 20 yards. I mean, that's not happening with Justin Fields this year, man. It's not going to happen if they have the balls to play him early on, like you said, Zoo. And I think they will. I think they are finally having a realization that they finally made a right decision. And holy shit, we have to actually go for this. And I'm hoping they do, fingers crossed. Because with him and Montgomery in the backfield, they could have a solid offense paired up with a very good defense. I have him going ten and seven and sneaking in at, at wild card again this year. Thank God for uh, Roger Goodell making a uh, an addition of two teams to the playoffs, one on each uh, <laughs> conference side, because it gives my Bears a chance, baby. I'm high on them, man. I like them, and I think uh, another quick shot. I think Cole Komet's going to take a next step too with him. I think he could end up being a sleeper tight end if you're looking for a dynasty type guy that you know in a couple of years could be a legit stud because he's he's been training and studying with Travis Kelsey, so. That's that's what I like to hear. That's the naggy connection to Kansas City. Um, I think they're going to try and incorporate a lot more tight end play this year and kind of mirroring, um, you know, Fields and Mahomes with Komet and uh, Komet and Kelsey and, you know, running that type of offense. So I'm pumped, man. It's going to be great. I don't know who this Komet guy is, but Travis <laughs> Kelsey, come on now. He's going to be Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. He's probably the greatest tight end of this generation. And he gets yeah. to learn from him. I'll take that any day of the week, man. He's a vote by Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah. Travis Kelsey is probably a Freddie first ballot Hall of Famer. I think he's one of the great – I think he's a better tight end than Rob Gronkowski based on his career value-wise. Like, he's dominated for a longer time. So, okay. Yeah, whoever this, whoever this Bears tight end is, all I know is that, okay, good luck being Travis Kelsey. But David Montgomery. He's a very interesting player because I loved hating on him last year because I had him on my team. He cost me a lot of fantasy football games. But this year is very interesting. Potential Justin Fields running QB starting. And he, he, he dominated last year at the end of the year. 
he put up some like really nice numbers, like from the Russian yeah. lines. He also passed it. He had a thousand. Man, what did David Montgomery look like Ezekiel Elliott with all those rushing <laughs> yards? Like, what's going on? So this year, do you believe that David Montgomery could pull up like an eleven hundred yard rushing season with like nine to ten touchdowns? Is that in the possibility? Look, man, he rushed for a thousand last year. That's something a lot of people forget. He he ended up hitting the thousand yard mark last year, and I'm pretty sure he had about seven touchdowns. Zoo. So if he has a full season to play with a good quarterback with a solid passing game that they have to respect, I'm putting him at 1,200 and nine touchdowns this year. That's where I'm putting him. I think he's going to be a top ten running back, um, wow. possibly top seven. Yeah, no, wow. I, I think he's going to be good. If he stays healthy and if they use him in the passing game, because that's a, his his ability in the passing game, I think is you know makes him stand out versus some other running backs. You know, he's he's kind of like an Aaron Jones in that sense. Um, isn't Tariq Cohen, isn't Tariq Cohen injured? Tariq Cohen uh, should be coming back soon, I believe. Actually, too, and so they missed him all of last year, and I mean he tore his ACL in the first first one or two games, I think. Um, but you know. We'll see, man. I'm 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 pumped for this team, man. If they have Tariq Cohen back fully healthy, even at some point in this season, that's a solid one-two combo. Yeah, thunder and lightning, man. Thunder and lightning. But if yep. I'm taking David Montgomery, I hope Tariq Cohen takes a seat, man, on the bench because yeah. I need my I need my Demont yards and touchdowns because I he's in my radar as a potential third fourth round draft pick now. Mm. Third fourth round RB that has potential top ten RB upside. He's on my list of potential Demont, targets. Are you talking about Montgomery? Ah, Demont. Demont. Not, not uh, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Tariq, I should move him to the slot, man. That's what I would do. Yeah, well, West Walker great, action. Yeah. yeah, he's a great pass catcher. But, yeah, yeah, David Montgomery is very interesting. If, if, he's, if he puts up those numbers, the Bears got a legit shot making the playoffs. Like, I got them yeah. in the playoffs. But I think it'll be heavy reliance on the one-two punch of Justin Fields and Demont to make that offense get yards. Because I don't know about this Darnell Mooney guy. He, he got you're hyping up this dude, man. I don't know about that guy. Watch only guy I, I like I like Allen Robinson, man. Allen Robinson is a stud. This guy's been putting up thousand yard seasons since like the Jacksonville days. So this guy's been legit for a while. But Darnell Mooney, I don't know this random tight end. I don't know about these other weapons that feels potentially could throw to. You got to see it happen, man. I don't know. Darnell Moody's legit. Cole Komet's more of he's on the rise, man. Because he, he's he was behind Jimmy Graham all last year, so he didn't get much playing time. Yeah, but uh, Darnell Mooney, no, 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 he's gonna be good, man. Darnell Mooney, I, I'm high on Jimmy Graham. Where did he end up going? Uh, I think he actually still might be there. They were like in limbo about re-signing him. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, he saw he saw here last year. Yeah, he saw yeah, yeah, he's still yeah, the North. I think the yeah. NFC North is, is going to be super interesting. He signed like a, I think he signed a two-year option deal. Hmm. I think the NFC North is going to be super interesting just because uh, Minnesota is so weird because they always I feel like have like the most talent in the division, but you have Kirk Cousins, so it kind of cancels it out. Uh, like you say with the Green yeah. Bay Packers, ah. Uh, Green Bay is weird because I feel like Aaron's doing this whole, this is my last year, and, like, I'm going to bring back. Do you see he was trying to bring back Clay Matthews? It's like, what are you doing, yeah. bro? 
Today, you trying to like? Are you trying to get? To the you know, everyone, what man. They doing? got Randall, they got Randall Cobb back, man. They're trying to Randall get Cobb. Back. <laughs> I feel like it's just him trying Come to flex on. his muscles and trying to, you know, and that worries me a little bit because it's just like, dude, like teams in the division are getting better, so you can't just be just, oh, you know, it's me, and I'm just going to get the Packers to the chip or to win the division, which he probably will because it's Aaron Rodgers. I just find it weird that he's going <laughs> on that. So. That division, and I also think the, uh, I would say the, uh, what was it, the first one we did, MC, was it North? West. Or West. Those are the two divisions yeah. where it's like, it could really be a toss-up. Like, I think we kind of, with the NFC East, I think if everybody has betting money, it'd probably be, yeah, I, I know, who said Washington and then, like, Dallas. You know, yeah, those, those are two true. strong teams. Also, with I forgot about with Washington, they got Curtis Samuel too. So like they yeah, got they a did lot add of him. I, I didn't even think about yeah. all the weapons they got. Scary Terry, yeah, nice uh, Curtis Samuel, Antonio Gibson, who was my sleeper pick last year. I was yeah, a little was too nice early pick. on him, but <laughs> that could be a team. But I just feel like with a lot of these guys, it's just going to come down to the quarterback play as usual. And um, I'm interested to see. Once we get through like week eight, week nine, with attrition of like injuries and stuff, who's still standing? It's gonna be really, really interesting to see how the NFC plays out that way. Versus the AFC, which we'll be talking about next week, I feel like that's more of a just jumble up and whoever comes out. I feel like with the AFC, especially with a lot of, especially I want to see you guys and you guys gotta hold it, but like I want to see you guys thoughts on the uh, AFC East. Because I'm super interested in that division. I'm yeah. super interested in that division. Yeah. You, that division could have four, like four legit teams. The four. AFC East? Yeah. Which Buffalo, what? Patriots. The Jets? I like, I like Wilson, dude. <laughs> I like Wilson, oh, dude. We got we to like save this for next week. He oh. He's not going to win the division, but I he I like his he, – he's not my old but he – He's gonna have them not. He's gonna have them. He's gonna have them competitive. Put it that way. He'll have them competitive. He'll have them competitive <laughs> in that division. I don't think they're gonna win it. I thought but. you. I thought you were referencing like. I thought maybe you were referencing one of the other divisions, and then you said Buffalo, and I was like, damn, bro. I thought they were gonna be like thirteen and four favorites right off the. Well, bat. no, they're gonna be the favorites, but like just oh, looking at like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's possible. If anything, yo, Dolphins for sure. I mean, Dolphins for sure. They went. Where did the Dolphins that, go last year? I mean, and then the Patriots, the it's just hard for me. It's hard for me to just let the Patriots just be like, they're just, they're going to be bad again, especially with all the money they spent. I just don't see it. So then that's three teams. Yeah. And then it's like the Jets. I feel like they're going to be competitive with Wilson because they're going to start them. Yeah. Jameson Crowder's a guy choice. I like too, fantasy guy. That's another fantasy yeah. guy I like. He's a, he's that's a, so I had him two years ago. He's, he's nice. I didn't have him he's last nice, year, dude. but he, he's a, he's a, he's a quick guy. He'll give you like but, uh, 808 touchdowns. Yeah, easily. And now you got a quarterback. And hey, just part of the guy. Sleeper for rookie receiver of the year. Moore. Elijah Moore. Been seeing his camp footage. Dude's nasty. If Wilson can get him the ball, nasty. Mm. Nasty. Mm. Elijah Moore. He was like, I think a top, he was a second round pick last year. He's from Ole Miss. Look him up. Dude's fucking been killing. That's why I'm kind of bullish on 
Damn, Sean, why'd you become a Jets fan, man? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, all these uh, Elijah Moore sleeper dudes, Zach Wilson, this dude, the next Patrick Mahomes. What are you oh, talking man, about, good. man? They're a mediocre franchise, man. Even if Zach Wilson's that dude, does he have an offensive, <laughs> elite offensive line to protect him? To Mekhi give him the time? Bechtum, he's got Makai Beckham and Ver- Vera Tucker. He's got two bookend tackles. So, yes, he does. I got it. Yeah, I don't know, does. man. They, they, got, some, they got some. I, you think he's all going to mesh together in Gore. one year? Frank Gore. Beckton came in last year. Beckton Frank is a left tackle from last year. I don't know if they have Frank Gore, do they? Frank Gore? Hey, man. Uh, he would still <laughs> give you his all. <laughs> Frank Gore is – that's another yeah. first ballot. I don't know about first ballot, but that's a hall. Yeah, he's, he's a first, probably, first, ballot, he, first ballot. He definitely 100%. is. Because I remember I took him like freshman year of college and drafted him in fantasy football, and that dude was old as car, garbage, and now he's still playing, so – this dude's been a freaking dinosaur. Dude, he's been playing since like what 05? Yeah, yeah, Frank Gore. He's like he's like 38, dude. Yeah, it's been oh five oh six. Yeah, Frank Gore's 38 years old. Surprise. <laughs> but we'll be saving that for next week with our AFC yeah. predictions. Just wanna we just di- dipped our toe in it a little bit just to give you guys a uh, I guess a taste test of what we'll be talking about next week. But as usual, make sure you guys subscribe to our podcast page, Bullheaded underscore Pride. Like, like we were just talking about, the NFL is going to be right around the corner. We know we're going to squeeze in fantasy football talk. A lot of stuff coming up with the AFC next week. You know, a couple of things with the NBA, you know, it's going to be kind of dead for them because free agency and summer league is kind of off the grid now. So um, it'll be more just for, uh, more football-focused stuff. So you guys make sure you follow the page. And as always, for me, people at Zoo, 